Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Chateras here with another Knicks episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And with me is always my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man, the plan, the one, only, the one and only, John Malika. We back, baby. We back to talk about the New York Knicks, talk about the week that we just saw previously, preview the upcoming week. We got a little, uh, you know, some stuff to talk about. Quentin Grimes, Cam Reddish, Evan Fortier, Isaiah Hartenstein, Derek Rose. We got, we got to talk about these lineups, man, because... It's a mess. We got to figure it all out. That's what we're here to do. But before we all get into this, make sure to subscribe on all on the audio listening platform that you listen to the show show on. All right. Apple, Spotify, whatever. And if you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to subscribe and hit that thumbs up button because it always is much appreciated and it helps us out, especially if you want to see more of this content. All right. Let's get into it. John, how are you doing, man? How are you feeling today? I'm good, man. Everything's good with me. Uh, we got the World Cup in full action. Shout out to USA today. Uh, putting down Iran, getting through to the, to the knockout stage versus the Netherlands coming up here. First half ties have been absolutely murdering. Uh, I mean, things are looking good right now. Uh, with the World Cup, we got our Jets coming, uh, strong here. I'm going to Minnesota on, uh, on Saturday. So that, that's going to be a really fun one for me and really big game for the Jets. Mike White on the road. Uh, and then we have our New York Knicks sitting in mediocre land. Honestly, pissed me off the lot. The, the, the two losses which we're about to get into really pissed me off. So I'm glad that they uh, recovered today with a blowout to kind of calm me down. But everything's good with me, man. Uh, feels like Christmas is here, uh, in New York City. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good, bro. You know, it's getting much colder out here. So it is what it is, but. We're here to talk about the New York Knicks, man. Jets have been holding it down for a little bit, so I can be happy about that, especially with the Mike White effect. If you haven't checked out the most recent pod, make sure to do so. We go and give the offense all of their praise because it is much served. And the defense as well, as always. But New York Knicks, bro. This The last couple of games has been infuriating. I was on Knicks fan TV for both those post games. And I, it, I was even frustrated to even have to talk about those games because the Knicks just, I don't even know what they're doing, bro. I honestly have no idea what they're doing. It is like the offense is there. Obviously, three-point shooting is not, but the defense has just been lackluster, and it, it falls on the heels of Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, you know Isaiah Hartenstein. Like I get that Mitch was out for for part of that, he was, or he was coming back from injury. It, well, I should say he was coming back from injury and, you know, trying to get himself reacclimated to the entire situation. 
But still, you your two big dogs that you got out there in Randall and RJ defensively has just been, and for RJ on offense as well, they've been struggling, man. And the team as a whole can't be struggling when your top two guys are, are, are just not in it. But thankfully, they defeated the Detroit Pistons. To me, it's like, okay, you bounce back. You blow out a team that this is you're now 3-0 and against. You should be beating these guys. They didn't have everybody tonight uh, on the Pistons side. So I would hope so. I would hope, you know, you don't have Kay Cunningham. You don't have uh, Jaden Ivey out there. You're, you're starting Killian Hayes. With, uh, I mean, Bogdan, Bogdanovich is, is usually in that rotation, but still, you don't have your, you don't have your, your top dogs out there. So I'd hope they would, I'd hope they would go out there and do their thing. Um, I mean, here's really the thing, Alex. Tonight, but here's the uh. thing, here's the thing, dude. D- Lillard isn't playing for Portland. We didn't do our thing. We got killed by Simons and the crew. Memphis. Doesn't have, have Jared Jackson. They doesn't have Jackson, Desmond they Bain. They have Desmond Bain. They still did their thing. So honestly, <laughs> it, it was a relief that we killed Detroit in Detroit in this weird, uh, in the middle of this weird homestand where we go to Detroit. They have nobody. We're reeling. Thank God we beat them, man, because this would be a really tough loss for us. So thank God we don't have to think about that. The Portland game went to overtime. We should have won it. It was a frustrating loss, but it wasn't a huge deal. It was overtime. I was really more frustrated with Memphis, even though Memphis is one of the best teams in the league. We did, we had the game. And when you say you don't know what's wrong with this team, it's just we're kind of playing whack-a-mole right now. Like RJ finally getting it back together on the offense, but then they're still struggling really good. Really, They're really, really struggling on defense, right? Bottom five in the league in defense. So like that's a whack-a-mole. Mitch Robinson's back, but now they're playing Hartenstein a lot because Mitch has limited minutes. For some reason, they don't want to play Sims. Hartenstein stinks, man. He just stinks. Uh, you were saying how he needs to be in an offense with like a with, with an offensive coach, with an offensive coordinator type, because that's what's going to get him sets. We don't have that. We're not going to have that. We don't have that. So just move him. Tibbs needs a defensive center. Play Sims. Play Mitch if he's healthy and play Sims. So I'm frustrated about that. I'm frustrated about the defense in general. If that's why we're not playing Evan Fournier, then like something also has to give. You know what I mean? Like we're not playing Evan Fournier because he stinks on defense, but we stink on defense. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, uh, I, I don't know. That's what's frustrating about the Knicks, but today was great. I mean, Randall, Randall's been playing amazing. Uh, we're, we've been kind of not talking about that at all. And the conversation is starting to become. In order for the Knicks to move on, they have to choose between Randall and RJ. And I have a feeling I'm going to ruffle some feathers <laughs> in that conversation. I feel like I'm not going to be uh, in the in the majority there at all. But he's been killing. I don't, think, it, I don't man. think I don't think you're. I don't think you'd. Be, I don't even think it's a majority, man. I don't think it's a majority, honestly, because a lot of people are upset with RJ, and a lot of people are always upset with Julius. I don't think there's a majority either way. Um, I know people would love to see. Randall get traded, but it sounds like people want to get RJ to get traded as well because they're getting sick of it. But look, I'm, you know how I feel. I feel about going with the youth. I would trade Randall because I think it's capped. I know we're trying to build stars and all that type of stuff. I get that whole mindset. It just has not worked out. This, this front office had the prime opportunity with Donovan Mitchell, CAA, all the connections that you, we could all go through and they couldn't land it. 
But we didn't want to make the trade, to be fair. You and I sat here after the trade was made, when the rumors, like, we didn't with want that, to trade with RJ. Price, with that yeah. price? Yeah, no, because no, no. Because it was I, RJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, but I, honestly, I, I'm, I'm having a little bit of remorse, and <laughs> to I be honest that. with you. It, yeah. and, that's, and that's fair, but, you know, at the time, you, you pay the contract because you believe what the player can be, not what you think they're going to come, what they're coming into this season. I don't think anyone would have saw RJ having this. We know he has a slow start. This is just, it's usually on the offensive side where he could just have a solid floor game. It is all over the place, man. It has been all over the place when you watch RJ Barrett. I still will give him time to think that he can turn around yeah. because he just has that pedigree. I get that. Like he, he's just, uh, he's, he's a baller. I feel like he will get come around at some point. We don't have another choice. We don't have another choice, man. We don't have a we choice. Have, we have to take that. We have to take that mentality, Alex. Yeah. And like, I understand that like completely. Sorry. I just see cats just running around. I'm like, I have no Pretty idea what's good. going on here, but I am just like, I understand the buyer's remorse. I understand. I want to go back to Donovan Mitchell. That trade. Yeah. We, we don't have to go down the rabbit hole. If the, I would have been comfortable with the Knicks giving up more picks, you know that more picks and choosing the, the different players that you know, my thought process, but we're here, man. We're here with this team. They're middling. They're not playing good defense. The offense has been fine. They're actually in the top of the league with offense, even though it's been isolation heavy. Knicks are, 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 are I think they're the 11th team right now in isolation. How many times there's the frequency they run isolation in the NBA because it just goes between Jalen Brunson. Let's see if he can go do something. Julius Randle. Let's see if he can go do something or RJ Barrett to see if he can go do something. And then it's just, we'll figure it out in between. And it's been. It's ugly basketball. What, and that's Coach Tibbs, though. That's the yeah. Coach Tibbs offense that stinks. That's why the Bulls always stunk. That's why the Timberwolves never got it together. And that's why we're never going to have an offense under Coach Tibbs. Like these are, to me, the fair criticisms for him, right? If, 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 if he can't run an offense, and even now that he has a point guard, he's still not running an offense. So now that's that's an X for me. Like you know that now there's an issue. Second of all, the defense is top is, is bottom five in the league, man. And you're the defensive coach, so what are we talking about? And third of all, you're really annoying me with these rotations now. Like, Hartenstein stinks, bro, and and you're a defensive coach. Why aren't you just starting Sims? Him getting three dunks in a minute, I don't care that it was garbage time. It was like, it was unbelievable, dude. Like, he's he's such a beast. He has all this energy. Give Hartenstein the Sims minutes, dude. Give Hartenstein the Sims minutes. Like, let, let Sims fall on his face. Like, let him get the three fouls in in one minute and have him sit out and then put RC back in. And, you know, now, now you're at plan 2B. You know what I'm trying to say? I was say I said this on Knicks Fan TV after the the post game against uh who was the Memphis Grizzlies trade Hardenstein man December fifteenth can't come fast enough because he doesn't fit this team. You talk you talk, you mentioned what I said on the last pod doesn't fit this team. We see Jericho Sims he's starting to show some defensive effort. We saw it towards the end of last season too. You got to give this guy an opportunity. We already signed him for three years too, right? If you're going to have him, might as well, might as well utilize him while he's still here. Let's not waste another year of seeing what we could have had with another player after you just extended him because now that he was been signed, he can go be an unrestricted free agent. There's no restricted free agency with Jericho Sims, right? Play him. Let's see what we got there. Trade Hartenstein. It was a nice thought. It was a nice concept. We were all hyped about it. Guy, give effort. You loader. It was we, cool. Hustler guy would be diving on the floor. We said it all like dive, diving on the floor for, for loose balls and whatnot. No, we're not seeing that. We're not, we're still seeing that, but it's not translating into what this team needs, which is really good. We really need defense, bro. It is just shocking to see that we're actually fine offensively 
outside of three-point shooting, but defense, as you noted, bottom five. So trade Harnstein, like it's... But but see, here's my issue, Alex, with I agree with that. And and I, I see your point where you're saying I would you want to get rid of Randall to have the youth movement because we have Obi. But then those two statements contradict each other. Because if we take Randall out and we put Obi in there, we're gonna have the last place defense. Like if we're bottom five right now, we're gonna have literally last. We're gonna be the worst defensive team in the league. It's a lot of it's a lot of moving parts, man. I look <laughs> Yeah, I think you got to ride it out with Tibbs to see what happens this season. This it's se- over for he- him, huh? I, I won't even say that, man. Look, if he gets if he gets a play in and loses the play in, I think it's over for him. I think we've I think, already. I think that's where this team's headed at the moment. Yeah, I, well, the way or that even, they're playing, or even or even making the play in and and just losing in the first round. I mean, losing the if you lose in the first, like if you make the play in, you win your play in games, and you make the first round. Lose Boston or Milwaukee in in five or six max. Yeah, but this this team would still probably be like, well, we're not too far away to keep going. So that's worst case scenario. That's worst case. I, I, think, I, I think I think I think Tibbs has to go if he doesn't win a playoff series. To be honest, I mean, I think at this point when you're watching this team, it just we're, we're the Knicks I'm, are like. I the mean, Jets, think about bro. it. Knicks are like the Jets because we're, we're always like behind. We're always behind in what we need to do to catch up with the league standards. It's like, all right, we're gonna go ground and pound, and we're gonna be, you know, stout defense while everyone else is throwing like 300 yards passing. We're like, bro, can we just get a quarterback that can just walk, like, just pass, just pass the ball around? And we see that with Mike White, right? And we're like, oh, <laughs> modern NFL. I think that's kind of the thing we're going now with with the with. The Knicks right now is that we need a modern NBA team. You got to have the flexibility to be able to just run up and down the court, shoot really well, all that stuff, play small ball when you need to in the right, in the right situations, not, not like against Steven Adams, not against oh Steven God. Adams and Jared Jackson. That is not small ball. That is, well, Jared Jackson that wasn't even there, dude. This is, they're playing against Steven Adams with Randall and Obi. I don't care if it was for three minutes. That was the worst three minutes I've ever seen in my life. We can't Steven get a Adams? rebound. Dude, this is where it's like even this is where you look at Tibbs and you're like, come on, bro. Like Steven Adams is one of the best bigs in the NBA when it comes to defensive and all he's leading the league in offensive rebounds right now with like 4.3. So like, why? Why would you even go small ball there? Neither one of those guys is gonna even match Steven Adams. Neither one. It, it that's that's the head scratching stuff where it's like in-game adjustment that I have gripes with t- sometimes where it's like you see What's happening? You're seeing this. You're seeing your opponent is shooting lights out from three. Why are we working drop coverage to protect the paint when these guys are just knocking everything down? Like we gotta, we gotta switch, man. I mean, if Nick Nurse can throw out the box and one in an NBA finals, I think we could just ask to say man on around the perimeter. That's all I'm asking. Nothing too crazy, but th- this team, man, it's maddening because you can see the potential if everything clicks like the Utah Jazz. What do I look at the Utah Jazz? I don't see any superstar talent on that team. I see a bunch of good role players, maybe fringe the way they play all stars. It's not mean they're going to be all NBA or anything like that or these, these grandiose, like, imp- like super, superstar players down the line. Like, Laurie Markinen's playing like fringe all star right now. And I can look at that and say the Knicks could legitimately do something like that. Like yeah. what they're doing, we're not too far removed from. That's just buying into some good team basketball and having a good foundation of how to play offense. Like you just watch mm-hmm. them share the rock pass. 
We watched against the Memphis Grizzlies. I was shocked to even see that we had 30 assists. I was shocked. What are we at 30 assists as a team? I was like, when's the last time we actually had 30 assists as a team? That was bonkers. Cause we're not that, we're not that team where like, I, I know Brunson does a lot of the facil- facilitating, but, and Randall can get his numbers too, but we're, we're not really like that. You know what I mean? And a lot of scoring, bro. Brunson's been dropping 30 every game. It feels like, and when he does it, Randall kind of fills in the gap, but this was the last note on Tibbs and why he's really starting to annoy me. And when I think about it, there is, there is a regression, man. There was a regression from losing in the first round to the Hawks to not making the playoffs. And, and then now you're going to make the play in or, you know, losing the first round. Like that's a regression as a team. We are a 500 team. That's a regression for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't, I also, I don't think he's going to make it past this year. I think this is the last year for him. That's why he, we're kind of seeing all these wacky rotations right now. I think we're going to see some trades at the deadline for some desperation for Tibbs. See if he can kind of get it together. And I mean, last year we played better in the second half, remember, but we just weren't winning games. You know, I, I think we, we could still pull together in the second half of the season, hopefully, if we make some mm-hmm. moves here, but it's got to start now. IQ's got to play more. I mean, he, I mean, today he played a bunch and then there's some criticism that he played too much, maybe because he came back in there at the end. Derek Rose. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it, it, we could, I mean, we we're blowing out the Pistons, man. Like, come on now. We could get some Deuce McBride minutes. I know we IQ and I know I, IQ doesn't have to play there, but I, IQ needs to, needs to get his shine. He, he is. We talked about Sims over Hardenstein. And I know we have to talk about Reddish versus Grimes, man. And I hate even putting it that way, but that's the way Nick's, Nick's Wan likes to put it is that it's Grimes versus Reddish and, or Reddish versus Grimes. Well, it's Tibbs, bro. It's not us. It's Tibbs because they are, they are literally subbing only for each other and it's stingy minutes. So it's not really us. It's just what we're seeing. And that, this is like, this is where I keep saying, like, just peel it back, man. Cause like, what do we have? That we, we, you know, Grimes had a really good game tonight. I hope this is just him finally getting into his groove because we're going to need him tomorrow against the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, and let's not forget when he first got his start, it was against the Milwaukee Bucks and he did really well. But I, I, I I've been asking for this lineup and it's, can I get Cam and Grimes? It doesn't have to be starting. I just need Cam and Grimes on the court at the same time because for depending on the matchup, I cannot trust RJ right now to defend. I really can't. And I, I get that you need RJ. He's part of your big three. You're going to get, need offense from him. But there has to be some overlap where you get Cam and Grimes. So we got some of that during Memphis. We did. Even in the closing minutes, we got some of that. And we got some of it in the third quarter. But we need more of it because – between out of the guys that Tom Thibodeau is going to use in that 10-man rotation, I look at IQ, Grimes, Reddish as your best perimeter defenders. That is easily the best. Your top three right there. There's no way if you're watching this Knicks team that you can go at any point without having one or even two defenders, depending on the matchup, that are good at guarding the perimeter. You just need it. You, You absolutely need it. People are just launching too many threes at us. Too many. And we, and they get the boards too, Alex. If they miss, they get the boards. Cause we, we cannot grab a rebound. I'm so sick of this play small garbage. We can't grab a damn rebound, man. 
Like I said, man, it's all, it's, it's, I'm fine with it. It all depends when. It's not against Steven Adams. It's better when you play <laughs> against, you know, the Philadelphia 76ers and they're like, oh, no. Without Embiid. Sure. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's when you do that. Um, not against, uh, I mean, Memphis, I, I guess if Giannis is playing the center and you want to match them, but dude, we can't, we can't be doing that against There's Milwaukee. There's no way in hell do I want to see Obi and Randall going against Brooke and Giannis tomorrow. That sounds terrifying. Like why 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 would he why would he even try that? You know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> no thank, thank God. you. No thank you. But yeah, man. I mean, I look at it as we need both of them. They're both have been playing so well defensively, and both of them are good on offense. Like we just saw Grimes go off tonight. We know what Cam can do once he gets into the groove. He's a rhythm type player. He needs to just see one basket fall, and then he can start going he can start starting to get more and more afterwards and i think for hit for having both of those guys who offer they both offer aspects that we don't really have like grimes is a true three and d guy but he also is a really good playmaker every time he drives there is nobody outside of brunson that i see finding easy dump off passes into the paint to a center than quentin grimes so you need him not only for his three-point shooting his defense, but his ability to drive, cut off ball relentlessly, get you the dump off pass when he cuts and make those quick type of decisions. And he's also a connector because when you pass to him, he's like, oh, no, I don't have to just take the shot. There's another guy in the corner or somewhere else at the top of the key or somewhere at the top of the arc that I can just pass to because they have a better shot than I do. He's not he's not thinking for himself. He's thinking for the team. And we need somebody like that. And then when you look at Cam, it's same thing. Defense. He can shoot the three once he gets going, but the way he can attack the rim, dude, and just sidestep guys, Euro step, and just finish around the rim with his length, that is, we don't have any player like that. So you got to be able to get both of them on the floor at the same time. And I feel like both of them would complement each other too in those minutes if you just overlap them. That's just stuff that, like, if I'm the head coach and I'm like, oh man, I'm struggling on defense. Why don't I get both of these guys on the floor at the same time? Let's just pull cam out if you want to actually say and we've seen tibbs do this where you see randall with the second unit there you go yeah yeah i mean dude it's i agree with what you're saying and the answer is why can't you just play them together like if 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 that's the case with both of those players they complement each other fine like brunson and grimes is, is great and then why can't you just put cam reddish in for for RJ Barrett, I'm not saying start him. I'm just saying he doesn't have to play 38 minutes a game. <laughs> like I, I, don't, I don't understand. Especially if he's bricking it up. <laughs> like he, he can't be going five for 20 and he's still playing. Just put Cam Reddish in for him and have a play with Grimes and Brunson. Especially if you have nothing to lose, Tibbs. You have nothing to lose, man. You leave Randall out there. Put a center. If Mitch is hurt, if Mitch has foul trouble, put Sims. If Sims has foul trouble, if Sims is hurt. Put your boy Hartenstein in and let it rock. <laughs> your boy Hartenstein. I think I, Tibbs is like, and I think Tibbs playing him just because he, he was signing. It's like, we got to wait until the 15th. We cannot bench another <laughs> yeah, guy. I think the front office is like, yo, yo, yo. We messed up Fournier, the Fournier signing. Don't show that we messed up twice now. <laughs> well, if that's the case, then they're really showing off Randall. Randall's been looking good and maybe everyone will get their wish then where we can actually get Randall's been killing it, man. His stock has been going up. And maybe we can get rid of him and throw Obi in there and really just tank it up. You know what I mean? I, I, like, we're going to have to make a decision at some point. Cause it's Randall's going to win those games. Very soon. It's Randall's going to win those games, bro. Whether we like it or not at this point. 
I still think Brunson's the best player on this team, but Randall is that factor where if he's playing, cause it's, it's very rare for your guard to constantly win you games. We, we saw with Ky- Kyrie Irving when he was on the Cavs, one of the best talents we've ever seen, but he can't, he alone can't win you the game. You need other talent. And then for Randall, Randall plays a position that's much ne- necessary for this team to win. But look, Randall will help us win games. I'm going to be like, 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 games like tonight, games against the Timberwolves. He has that in him, man, and he's been playing. He's been playing solid. Like I will give Randall his credit where credit is due. He's been playing solid, even against Memphis, man. He didn't. I wish he was actually more physical and worked in the paint, but still, mm-hmm. he got 14 points, got you eight assists, ten. I think it was 10, 11 rebounds. Got you. I think it was 11 rebounds. And you, I look at that stat line, and even though it wasn't, it wasn't eye popping. I was like, Oh, okay. You got to the line too. You do what you were supposed to do. You play within your role. I just wish you were a little bit more active in the paint. Defensively had some lapses, but I still thought he played well and he played within himself. Right. It's like what we asked for Mike White, like what, or what we like about Mike White. Mike who? Mike White. It's like, (laughs) it's, it's, it's what he, it's what Mike White does so well is that he knows his limitations. And I thought for that night, Randall knew his limitations and played with it, what the defense gave him. That was that's the type of stuff where you're like, okay, I can get behind that. I can actually get behind a player who who does that type of stuff. But the the question comes down to like the direction of this team. And I think John, when you when you say that, I look at I look at December fifteenth as a big key day because big key date because you have Isaiah Hartenstein who's not fitting in here. You have Evan Fournier who's on your bench. Derek Rose, although I think Derek Rose should stay because we need a veteran and we need somebody who can attack the pain. Everyone's ready to get rid of Derek Rose because it's like, I, I, I'm one for like saying, yes, play the kids. You still need a point guard. All right. Yeah. You still well, like you can do it. Yeah. He, he can. He can. I think if you give him enough minutes and he gets into rhythm, sure. I think it'll be very rocky at first, but yeah, I agree with that. Um, but if it, it that's the 15th man. That's what happens because now it's just opens up everyone who's assigned. Who are you trading? Figuring it out. Um, you know All how right. I feel about Hardenstein. I'm trading Hardenstein. I'm trading Fournier. If I gotta trade Derrick Rose. Wow, you don't care about you don't care about Evan Fournier and his children, man. Damn. Wow. Damn, Alex. Well, why do you talk about that since you since you're even talking to me <laughs> about that podcast? Because I think people hear that and they don't know what you're what you're referencing. So Evan Fournier going on uh, a French pod talking about how his wife is pregnant and if he gets traded, he's not going to be able to see his newborn for a couple of months, maybe I guess up to almost a year. But I think that was a little bit of an, an exaggeration, maybe a little before that, but still a long time newborn too. Like the first like month is really tough. At what point do the, do the Knicks, you know, stop being friendly with Fournier or does Fournier like ask for a buyout and save the Knicks money if we can get a trade for him? You know what I mean? Like something has to work out there, but I wonder if that's why the Knicks haven't moved him. Like we're actually just ha- helping him out. I mean, you could also help him out by moving him to Brooklyn. I mean, if they want him, I think they need shooting. <laughs> right, we'll see. I, I love that kid wannabe. And, uh, it has nothing to do with the fact that he's identical to, uh, Jim Halpert from the office and, uh, the Asian Jim Halpert that looked exactly like Jim Halpert. Uh, it's so funny. He, he's, he's, he plays really well. I really like that kid. He'd be a nice addition to the Knicks. Anyway, 
We got a four game home stretch here. We talked to, we talked about the Milwaukee Bucks. And then we got and that's on a back to back. Right? So we're in Detroit today. We won by 30. That's why I have no idea why we're putting IQ in the fourth quarter because we have back to back at home now versus Milwaukee. Bro, best team not, in the it's East. It's not even it's not even just <laughs> IQ. It's not even just Derrick Rose. I mean, Randall played 31 minutes. You know, you get, you get, it's like, why? You just loud. You gotta stay warm, bro. You gotta stay warm. It's cold out here. Good gracious, man. Like, so we got Milwaukee. We got Milwaukee on the back to back. Then we have Thursday, Friday off. Then we have another back to back, man. We got Dallas doing the schedule. (laughs) And then we, a little cherry on top with Atlanta coming in on a Wednesday on a primetime ESPN game on D Day, December 7th. Oh man, it's gonna be a rough matchup, man. This is a rough week. I don't know. I don't even know what to think about this week, man. Because yeah, we need we some just, wins. We need some wins, but it's a rough schedule. That this this is another. You know, we we talked about the West Coast trip and it being difficult. They they surprised us. Could the Knicks surprise us again this week? Could we get two and two? Is that a surprise? Two and two for me this week. I, I'm going two and two as well. Is, is that a surprise though? Um, no. And here's why. Because Dallas is struggling. They don't have any other. Yes. Speaking of which. That's my win as well. Speaking of which, they just brought on Kemba Walker and been following a little bit of a Dallas nation for a little bit. And, uh, they need another player that can bring up basketball outside of Dinwiddie and Luca. And considering Dinwiddie and Luca start, it's very hard to stagger their minutes. Because you need to rely on them because of what the bench is. That's where they bring in Kemba Walker. It's a nice, it's a nice little fit. Yeah, yeah I think it's good. I, I like. I'm happy that Kemba is getting another shot. I, I think mm-hmm. he'll be good as a off bench guard, off the bench type guard. I'm looking at Dallas because they're struggling. The other game would be Atlanta. Man, I don't think we're that far from Atlanta. Um, Cleveland's going to kill Cleveland. us at home. Huh? Yeah. Cleveland's going to kill us six o'clock on a Sunday. No man, Cleveland's good, bro. They're, they haven't even found their stride yet, and they're still good. It's Donovan Mitchell coming home. <laughs> you know if RJ has a stinker that game, people are going to be going nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, the headline's going to write itself. I'll write Mark Berman's non-existent article for the Post right I now. Actually miss, can I just say shout-out to Mark Berman? I miss Mark Berman, man. Yeah, me too. It, it, was, it was fun having somebody that legitimately knew how to stir the pot like he did. I know people don't like what Berman had to write from time to time, but... You know, he was right on a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Facts. So I'm going to, are we, I think we're matched up with the two and two with Dallas and Atlanta. Dallas being 1230 really worries me, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go two and two. We'll finally get the 500 by Charlotte on that Friday game in Charlotte. We'll win in Charlotte. And then that Sunday, Sacramento home. We'll, we'll win that one too. Really? We'll finally be above 500. You think we're gonna beat Sacramento? Well, we'll see. We'll get there when we get there. Let's I, was, I was like, I was like, don't, don't not look too far ahead. Let's just stick with the four games that we got. Charlotte, I can go with. I can go a little extra for Charlotte. Sacramento? I'm trying to get above, I'm trying to get to above 500, man. I'm just looking for it. I feel you. And then we got Chicago back to back. I mean, we're just looking way too far ahead. We don't even know what the this week is going to be. We That's don't even know the what weirdest the, thing we about we the we schedule. I really want to talk to whoever created the schedule, man. The Chicago in Chicago. Wednesday and a Friday is weird. 
Um, I think this is a new thing the league's trying out. This is we're, the Knicks are not the only team. I think it's just to try to get they usually games do out it. of the way, <laughs> games out of the way, but they like to do it for marquee matchups. And Chicago and the New York Knicks were like marquee matches for like second, one is ESPN. The Wednesday games ESPN. Yeah, I think there there's no way you're putting the Bulls and the Knicks on a Friday night ES nationally televised game, uh, man. Yeah, because we need we need Randolph to be singing our Friday night Knicks song, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and telling us fake trades. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to you, Lee. Um but yeah, man. All right, two and two. two. I'll take that. Yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap it up, man. You know, hopefully we'll, we'll see if this team we'll see. We'll we'll have a clearer picture where this team's going by actually we'll know by Chicago, man. We'll have a clear idea by the first Chicago game where this team's really going. But thank you to everyone tuning for the next episode of the Knicks Shits, etc. podcast. You all know what to do. Please make sure to subscribe. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a review or comment. We're also partnered with Fanside and Minute Media, so you can find this podcast on the Daily Knicks or the Jet Press. We also got the YouTube channel. Knicks come with Jets, come with ETC, Paranormal Rights Out, etc. That shit's wild. Find the page, subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. And we watch a video, leave a comment, hit the like button. Let us know your thoughts and opinions on, on what you think. Do you think, what do you think about the whole Cam Reddish grime situation? Do you think it's a battle? Would you like to see, you know, there's some chatter, man. There's actually some chatter where people are saying bench RJ, start Cam. Yes. Grimes. Yes. That, I will. I'm, I'm first online. You're first on. Wow. Look at that. Doesn't have to start. Just play. But that's just, what I'm saying. People will say bench him. That's what oh, I'm saying. Like, no, like, no, put, just reduce take him minutes. Out of the starting rotation with Cam in. That's what I'm saying. No, just, re- just reduce the minutes, bro. Just reduce the minutes. I, I can get with that. Until RJ starts showing that he can really produce at that high level for, you know, get the amount of attempts that he is. Like having 20 attempts and only hitting five, six shots is ridiculous. No one needs that. No one needs that nonsense. But let us know your thoughts and opinions. Who do you think should be traded? Do you think the Knicks should continue to try to build? Do you think the Knicks should go in that youth direction? Let us know your thoughts. And while you're also at this YouTube channel, we got another podcast. Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, and our guy and coach, Chip Murphy. These guys go through every single sport possible. You know, it's college football season, NFL. These guys are doing a big job. College football's almost over. So sad. So sad, but John's been killing it. Chip's been killing it. Greg's been killing it. You guys have been doing a great job. Like I said, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Because I know I'll have the intel. Massachusetts, they legalize it. Just got to wait, man. Wait. Probably around Super Bowl is where I'm going to get it. I'm going to be like, yo, let's try this out. Uh, so, But make sure Uh-oh. to bet dangerous, responsibly. Dangerous make day. Sure, make sure to bet responsibly. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for the next episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. We out. USA better be a Holland. Let's go Knicks, baby. Beat the Bucks, son. I want a Mitch Robinson block on Giannis. That's what we always get. Let's go. Woo. I think I might go. I have my season tickets. Let's go. Let's go Knicks.